Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. We are super thankful that you're here. This is the Intermittent Podcast with Pastor Brent and Pastor Tyler from Mount Rainier Christian Center. Um, the podcast launched. It did. Yeah, it launched launch today. Today, as of this recording. Yes, yes, so you guys will be hearing this episode in the next couple weeks. So, Because we kind of just want to be ahead in case we have to do... Uh, things during weeks and don't have the chance to record which is cool but if you have made it to this episode and you've listened to all of the podcasts so far thank you uh thank yes. you for listening and we are really excited to have uh, officially launched so. yeah and if you couldn't find it before i'm sorry i realized when i submitted the post for social media that it didn't say that it was alongside like the regular mrcc stuff it was uh, a separate podcast but it is not a separate co- podcast as far as its own entity, it's underneath Matt Rainier Christian Center. Yes. So, cool. Well, this past weekend was church. Yes. Kind of had a situation in second service. Yes, we did. So, um, as far as we know, um, everything is okay. But we, we do want to say, you know, thank you to everyone who was able to step up and step in to that moment um, in an emergency situation and be able to provide emergency services, whether it was uh, prayer or um, just medical attention and stuff like that. Yep. And it was just really, uh, you know, fluid and seamless getting uh, people to kind of, you know, clear the area and, and make way for uh, medical professionals and everything like that. So it was it was just really, um, really awesome cooperation and uh, good spirit in the church body yeah. in spite of a kind of scary situation. Yeah. yeah. And we did realize and learn that we need to clarify and go through a little proofreading because uh, we sent a, a text out. And so it was a good opportunity. We sent a text out and they, uh, the way that we sent it out, it was confusing to some people. So we are learning. We hear you guys. Thank you guys so much for letting us know about that. So that way we can improve for the next one. Absolutely. So um, we didn't have a topic at first, but then I was talking with Pastor Darius and we were talking about production versus relationships, specifically in church. And I just want to read the text message that he said, so give you a little bit of context and background. I said, where we go wrong is when we prioritize the way we have people spend time with Jesus. And that was a, a question mark. And he said, I think where we go wrong in a whole, this isn't MRCC specifically, but this is, you know, just churches as a whole is when we do ministry based on our plans and try to fit Jesus into that instead of walking closely with Jesus and saying out of that, Jesus, what do you want us to do? Brent, let me hear your thoughts on that. I I have many thoughts. Uh, you know, the biggest um, fail that I think we can experience is when when we leave Jesus out of the equation. So I very much agree with, with what Darius was saying there and that I do think we miss when we, and we have a tendency to do this. We all do. I know I myself, especially am a, um, I like to plan and control things. Yep. And so as someone who struggles with that on a regular basis, uh, I constantly have to remind myself that it's not my plan or, or anybody's plan that is going to bear fruit. It's Jesus working that's going to bear the fruit. And so I could totally mess up and do routinely totally mess up plans 
and Jesus is still faithful to step into that. So on the one hand, I, I think that that is the utmost, um, of the utmost importance. And that is the main thing that we should focus on. Because I think if we miss that, then we're really missing. We could, we could mess up the plans, but as long as Jesus is there, the plan is going according to his plan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, uh, it's funny. We do every Sunday, we do pre-service prayer, uh, with the pastoral team. And one thing that we used to pray for, and then pastor Greg made a comment about, and it was Jesus. I just pray that everything goes smoothly because we all have our plans and ideas of things and we want it to be perfect. Now I've learned over time that, uh, perfection is not in a sense of production wise, but it's a matter of the heart and it's a matter of excellence. Perfection and excellence are kind of two different things. And, uh, but I used to pray that, Hey Jesus, I just pray everything goes smoothly. And then pastor Greg was like, who cares if it goes smoothly or not? Because we just want to point people to Jesus and, and grow closer to Jesus. And so from then on, I was like, hey, I'm not going to, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, I do care if things don't go correctly. And uh, as someone who sits in the, the back booth, um, if something doesn't go correctly, everyone looks at us. So uh, I don't want to be the center of attention, especially on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think that like, I, I just think, what if the disciples had prayed that everything goes smoothly when yeah. they took that uh, that boat trip? And there was no storm and no opportunity for Jesus to show them who he was and to show when he walks on the water, when he, and so like, I think if, if things always go smoothly, then we aren't operating, I don't think in, in God's plan. And we're not sensitive to what he has to do. Cause a lot of times what God wants to do is radically shake things up mm-hmm. in a way that will reveal something about him to us. And I think another sort of, uh, discussion that goes hand in hand with the production versus relationship is the idea of reverence because there's certainly a lot to be said for there's an argument too that you know you can certainly be unprepared and that I think is also a from a worldly perspective that is a a failure a miss you know we we definitely don't want to be nonchalant and unprepared to do the work that God has entrusted to us. We want to be prepared. We want to do everything in our power to make good plans based in partnership with God and what he, you know, has for us. But, um, you know, and there's a certain reverence in that when we do, um, when we do plan things out, when we do make, um, these events, when we do attempt to get something right and do something well, that shows a reverence that I think is really close to God's heart as well, so long as we don't prioritize that reverence over the fact that Jesus is going to work in the situation regardless of the outcome and regardless of the plan. And regardless of if we see it. Exactly. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard youth pastors speak. I just say youth pastors because I've been doing a lot of youth events. and But youth pastors have been like, oh, man, I just, I, I totally sucked. Um, my sermon was botched that night and you're you're you just go over the night in your head and i've done it too because I've, I've had the opportunity to preach and i'm just kicking myself because i was like oh you didn't say this there and you could have done this better and then a couple weeks couple months couple years whatever goes by and a student or someone else comes up to you and be like you just really spoke to me there i remember so the first time i preached on a sunday 
uh, I had someone come up and do that. And I, I was like, she was like, yeah, I was just in tears the whole time. I'm like, really? Because it was not that good. <laughs> did, you, did you listen to the same yeah. message that I spoke? Yeah, and I think that in those moments, it's definitely a realization. Because I've, I've had that happen as well. And it's a realization in my heart that she didn't hear me speaking. She heard God speaking. Yeah. You know, And that's mm-hmm. just hugely comforting. Because that is what God has for us. God is so consistent in that from the macro scale down to the micro scale, his promise is the same. His promise is show up and be here with me and I will take care of the rest. Right. And, and that is, that's with our sin. We don't deserve Jesus, his sacrifice for us. We don't deserve that savior, but he offers it anyway. And in the same way, when we don't deserve to have something be this powerful movement because we messed up a plan, God is still faithful to show up in that and make something powerful happen in spite of our plans, whether they were well, uh, you know, planned out or not. So I just, it's very comforting. We're just vessels. It's very comforting uh, to know that. And it's also brings a freedom. It brings a freedom to plan well and to learn and to desire to plan well. But I think that the best plans are coupled with the, the knowledge and the, the deep seated truth that that plan is something that should be uh, in partnership with God and ready to yield at a moment's notice to let something else happen. And for someone who, me, who is an Enneagram 6, who loves security and plans, that's a huge struggle for me because I'm like, no, stick to the plan. Like, I I think of like in uh, in Star Wars, A New Hope. It's also, it's uh, May the 4th, so happy Star Wars Day. We need a Star Wars reference. So, okay. So, think back. Minor distraction. When, you know, stay the course, you actually, you know, get hindered in the long run and it and it hurts you cuz remember in A New Hope, they're going into the trench and and I don't know characters, so you can correct me, but they're he's going stay on target. And they're like, "Hey, everyone's behind us. We got to get out." And he's like, "Stay on target." And then he dies. So, and if yep. he would have just swerved. Yep. But the, the, yeah, it, it's so awesome. Star Wars is, I could make a hundred sermons out of Star Wars references. I, I could, I might not be the most uh, wise idea and probably not what God would deem as the best use of my time. But um, Star Wars is full of that sort of stuff because it's a story and, and it, at its core, it's a story uh, that has themes in it that we crave reading and hearing about as humans because it is themes that are match up with the ultimate story of of what we experience with God too. And so obviously I'm not trying to say that Star Wars is an allegory or anything like that, but you can find things in the hearts of the people who created Star Wars that are there in God's heart as well in relating to us. And, you know, Jesus told stories all the time. So I'm always looking for, for good references because it helps. I used Star Wars when I preached at youth a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So it's there. Well, Star Wars is good for the youth, although there's lots of youth kids that just don't get it. They're like, oh, Star Wars. And I'm like, who raised you? Well, what's weird to me, kind of off topic here, but like I was a 90s baby, so 93. Star Wars was done by the time I was born, and it was 20 some odd years old by the time I started watching it and really like loving it. I used to watch Return of the Jedi, and I would quote it day in and day out. Like, I I'm pretty sure I wore out the VHS tape, and now like kids today, they're like 16, 17, and the Phantom Menace is over 20 years old. Yep. 
and but they have zero desire to watch those movies man i i'm i hope i raise my kids to to watch lots of stuff i mean wars. at that point star wars could potentially be like 50 60 years old oh gosh i mean who knows that's crazy it's timeless it's timeless. it is timeless but yeah um do we have anything else oh one thing that we can talk about is is kind of what's going on in the sound or in the sanctuary and some more development stuff. Yeah, developmental stuff, especially because within the next couple of weeks as this is being released, some of the stuff will be finished or being finished. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have a, a new sound booth being built as we speak uh, over in the sanctuary, um, kind of off the stage right side of the room. Yeah. And it's going to be bigger, be um, better position, more people, and we'll be able to fit more equipment in there for live stream stuff as well. Yeah, as our team grows as, and as our church grows, uh, the need for space is is there, and we've known that we've needed space in the sanctuary, but we've been able to you know maintain. Um, but once you add more people in there and more things, um, so what's what's really cool is being able to live stream, and that's one of the main reasons why we have to build this this new booth because um, we're live streaming. And if you guys don't know, we're reaching a lot of people all over the world. Um, I mean, there's a, the website. And software that we use gives us some analytics. And every Sunday, we're reaching people across the United States. On Easter, we had someone tune in from uh, Ireland, of, of all places. So it's funny because I get to see all that stuff. And, and MRCC has gone international, international, which is really cool. It's really cool. So we have ultimately the, the desire and vision would be to have some multiple cameras for yeah. the live stream, which we're going to you know, be able to accomplish with this new sound booth and just continue to develop that. And then the other thing that is happening, I believe towards the end of this month, if I remember correctly, um, as of recording, we're in the beginning of May right now, uh, is the expansion of the hallway down yeah. to kids. Yeah. And so that's going to be really awesome too, because that's always a tight squeeze if you've uh, been in the building ever on a Sunday morning, especially as services are getting out and kind of um, going back and forth. The, the hallway gets very clustered yes. with it's parents going to pick up their kids. So that'll be really awesome. I know that'll be a huge help for Allison and all of our kids' team uh, just to be able to have more space there, uh, help serve the parents. And so it's going to be cool. Be, it'll feel really different, though. Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm. you've been here longer than I have. I've been here for over 10 years now, and it's the only church I've known. So it's very, you know, I'm just used to things looking this way, and, and a lot of things are going to change within the next few years, yeah. uh, God willing, as, as we're blessed to be able to expand and stuff like that so which is awesome being able annex into the city speaking of that oh, yeah. you heard it here first probably not but the church did since we were annexed we had to change our address we did have to change our address it is and i got the paper right here. 1878 osceola street north <laughs> osceola street and man i like numbers so much better than words for an address i just i don't I don't get it. So, but you know, we do what we got to do. And now yeah. we got a new address and you know, it's like the church has been baptized and brought back to new with, oh, a, with a new go. address, a new life yeah. in, in Jesus, That's you know, boom, that'll preach. <laughs> All right. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, next week, I think, uh, I think we're going to try and have a guest on. So we'll be able to connect with some more people and talk about some different topics. So thank you guys for, checking in and listening and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Awesome. Bye-bye.